thanks for joining us. This is Sipping Tea with Nat and Z. I'm Nat. And I'm Z. Hello. What's up? Happy Sunday. Happy December. Yes. Happy December. Yes. It's the end of the year, um, which is kind of wild. We did it, Z. Yeah. We did it. We did. We got to the end. Almost. Because, <laughs> man, because this surviving 23. It's, it feels like it could be its own mini series at this point. Like I could be on the Lifetime Movie Network, or I think it would surpass two B standards the way this year has gone. Granted, it's oh, still yeah. a little ghetto. Oh, 2023 definitely on two B <laughs> level. Two B level. I would say definitely on the two B level. <sighs> right. It's giving two B quality. It's giving two B vibes. Yo, I finally oh, yeah. saw. I finally saw a snippet of a 2B movie and I was like, is this real? Like, I yeah. really... Like, I, I thought it was a joke. I mean, I hear no. people talk about it all the time, but I, I really watched it. My son my son and his girlfriend were in the basement one day, and I was like, what is this that y'all watching? They're like, oh, it's a 2B movie. And I was like, oh, this is this is real. I thought y'all were joking. I did not no. believe the stories. I mean, I'm going to say this. 2B has got some... <laughs> if you just need something to just be like, take your mind off of whatever uh-huh. bullshit is going on in your life, go to 2B. Just pick any movie. <laughs> any movie? Black people. When you see a bunch of black people, <laughs> good to go. Something that you ain't never seen advertised, promoted. Oh, my gosh. Pick it, and you will be entertained. Wow. Yes. I watched this one. You'll be entertained. I watched this one where they had these, um, it was a sex robot. The, the same company made these sex robots. Yeah, they made these sex robots that turned out to be killer robots. What? <laughs> it's just the wild. <laughs> Wait, what? Yes. So this is like, hey, I have an idea and I got a little uh-huh. bit of seed money and I want to make a movie. Yeah. They were these sex dolls. That the was plot alone, exactly. Yes, the, they were these sex dolls that were supposed to be like the most oh realistic dolls that have ever hit the market. Uh-huh. The dolls were actually real people playing what? as dolls. Like the like they weren't. They didn't have wow. like the props. weren't sex actual sex dolls. The, they were pe- they were actors. And I was like, right. oh, this is a sex doll, and the people like in the movie are poking him and stuff. I was like, oh yeah, I want to take this one home. And apparently there was something wrong with the wiring and the sex dolls were out there killing. It was like killer sex dolls. If I can remember the title of it, I will definitely. Oh it was God. wild. Me and Gayla were in here rolling. <laughs> I was like, this is wild. This is really wild. That is hysterical. That's so concerning on so many levels. So many levels. Yeah. But, was, I, but the, the one I saw with the baby that was clearly a plastic baby. And the oh, baby yeah, was yeah, white. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the couple was and black. They, and the couple was black. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and it was like a wig situation yeah. with the mom too. Like, yeah, she kept, yeah. every time they went back to her, wig was different. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. with the plastic baby, and they looking at it like it was real. Yeah. I was so confused. It's, it's, anyway, it's y'all. <laughs> so that the wild blade. Survivor 22, 2023, i.e., to be style. Um, yeah. But our our episode is doing a recap. Of 2023. And, um, you know, talking about the highs, the lows, the sideways, the diagonal, whatever, all of the above. So, you know, 
That's what we're here for today. Yeah. Yes, so, on today. On today. On today. So, tea of the day. Y'all kind of know. Z. We've been oh, here before. Am I supposed to... Yes, you have been here before, so. <laughs> uh, ain't no real tea on the table that we're drinking, so we don't got to give a disclaimer. But what is it that uh, we have Yeah, on the table. So, celebrating 2023, I thought it was appropriate for us to close out the year to celebrate the highs and the lows because they are both all gross experiences and to give thanks for actually making it this far. So uh, there is a thanks and celebrate gift tea set that Mm. comes from um, Renaissance tea and basically um, there's two things in the peach in in the pack. One is thanks, you're a peach. Two things, you're awesome. Two things. There's two things in the package. (laughs) (laughs) One's thanks, your peach. Uh, Celebrate your awesomeness, how fantastic you are. You're the best. Thanking yourself for getting through this year, surviving it. So it's a premium tea made of ginger peach and black tea. It's great um, hot or over ice. And then celebrate with a cup of cake which is just to celebrate the fact that you made it and you're great and you're here. And it's a premium tea that is reminiscent of vanilla cake with lemon coconut icing. Mm. It's flavorful. It's caffeine-free blend. And it's just an amazing and as spectacular as you are. So take those things going into as you close out this year and get yourself ready for 2024. Tasty. Uh, those Tasty. are, I think I had the cup of, cup of cake. Cup of cake. Before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I've mm-hmm. had that before. And the peach one, I, I think I had somewhere. Delicious. Yeah. Well, so the, check that out. cup of cake is de- is delicious. Yeah. Go for it, y'all. Um. So, um. Okay, there is some hot tea. Um. Mm-hmm. That I'm going to get into. Um. The first is with uh, <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion and her ex boyfriend uh partisan fontaine uh also known as party mm-hmm. who also writes for cardi <laughs> cardi b really um, he is her ghost yeah he's he's i would say he's her ghost writer but everybody knows that he writes for her so I, he's not really oh. her ghost writer if everybody knows right but um so they broke up which i mean everybody was pretty much and i may have talked about this already but everybody was pretty much okay yeah i think they all broke up i think we are kind of knew that Mm -hmm. um and i think it was the stress of the trial that kind of got them Mm -hmm. probably to the end of their relationship so she comes out with this song recently called cobra and i think i talked about this and how she's shedding her skin and she's becoming anew and you know Mm -hmm. she's how she dealt with like depression during this time and wanting to kill herself she's lost both of her parents she um she you know, drinking heavily, you know, mm-hmm. very sexually promiscuous during this time, which, I mean, grief <clears throat> does tend to yeah. manifest itself in different ways for different people. So true. So in the song, she mentioned that he, she just said he, she never said a name. She said, caught that ninja mm-hmm. cheating in the same bed that I sleep in. So everybody just, because the only relationship that people were fully aware that she was in was that with party. So everybody was like going at party like, oh, you, you cheating on Megan. How dare you? She was in her lowest moment, blah, blah, blah. Now, mind you, she never said anything. She never right. said his name. 
this man comes out with a whole song called Megan. Well, it's called The Person. And if you know Megan the Stallion, she spells her name the T-H-E-E. So it said the person, T-H-E-E person. And the whole song was just, in my opinion, what happens when you get hurt and you Mm -hmm. just start to lash out. Because she only said one thing about him. She never said anything else. Right. She never said his name. This man called her. He's like, I'm not talking to Megan the Stallion. I'm talking to Megan in person. He said that her soul was um, disgusting and that she lied to him about sleeping with these dudes and that like really just he he went and said you on here taking all these gym photos uh posting all these gym pics but you got lipo okay but don't you still got to keep up and she never came she's never presented herself as someone who had not had work done a little bit of work done She got lipo, so be it. But then fans started coming up with receipts. If I had money, too, I'd get lipo. Well, yeah, me too. But or her kind, if I had her kind of money. Shit, you'll need her kind of money to get lipo, but that's a whole nother. That's true, um, that's true. You're right, you're right. So um, fans started finding receipts, and they found pictures of her when she first started, and she looks exactly the same. Uh-huh. So people was like, even if she did get lipo, so what? She looks exactly the same as she did when she first started right. when she was a teenager. Yeah. She did. Like, body looked exactly the same. If you stop drinking and you eat healthy, of course your body is going to start to look the way that it should look. But Of course. No um, brainer. He said that she had him looking stupid, blah, 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 blah. And my thing is this. And then, I hate pick There are a lot of women saying, well, she spoke her truth. He should speak his. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If she laid out their entire relationship in the song, right. and she put all the blame on him, then absolutely he needs to come back and, and, and fire whatever shots he wants. But this woman made one line in one song and didn't even say your name, and you made a whole song about her? Wow. That's a bit sassy, if you ask me. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, it's That's like, a bit you sassy. You just, like, sitting, yeah. just building up stuff to to fire out an arsenal he might have stocked up or mm-hmm. something you know he probably like he was, was waiting. waiting to pull the trigger which also shows but that's you just a quick that but that's a healed. quick i mean i know when you're hurt or someone lashes out and but here's the thing but you know hit dogs holler too they do and he so, admitted I mean, in the song get yeah, it cheat but it wasn't in the house and it wasn't I did Wait, sleep with what? somebody while we were together. Yeah, he said that. Oh, okay. Time, but it okay. wasn't where you're saying it happened. Okay. Oh, location. Okay. Location, location. Mm-hmm. Semantics, details. And then, yeah, and then said, the reason why I did it is because you did it first. Like, it's just a whole lot of back and stuff. And then was, like, given a lot of information that we didn't really need about what she mm-hmm. was going through during that period of time. Really? And then, like, put her like, on front street like that? Yeah, and then he says, oh, and then you released the song on my daughter's birthday. That's when I knew you was trash. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Oh. So, <laughs> oh. and he's messing with this new girl. She's from Jamaica. Her name is Jada Kingdom. Uh-huh. And all I'm going to say is, you're talking about Megan getting lipo, but that you're with a woman whose whole body is clearly done clearly done like really like it's no don't get Uh yeah don't get me wrong she's a pretty girl but she's also you you met at at megan for having sex with people before you which i think is stupid but this girl literally was just tied to burner boy literally really just connected to burner boy was wearing his chain maybe like a month before people started saying that she was with party 
And Burner Boy put her in a song and said that her, that having sex with her was so good he bought her a Birkin bag. What? Wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I cannot report this type of news if I don't invest myself in this trash. Clearly. I cannot report the news if I'm not completely submersed. I want to give you the in facts. In the trash. In the trash. Sorry. Mm-hmm. In the trash. Because I care nothing about these people's personal lives. Okay? Oh my just gosh. give me a bop to dance to. That's all I care about. Beady, okay? beady, bop. But- that's all I care about. Give me a little beady beady bum bum and I'm good. But I'm just reporting this because this is the, news. the facts. These Literally, facts. she was with Burner Boy. <laughs> yes, she was with Burner Boy wearing his chain. He bought her a Birkin. A month later, she's with Party. Party's talking about, oh, now you grabbing your chest because you see me out with her. What? Sir, what? they're both beautiful women. They're both beautiful women. Um, personally, it, I would, I would go with Megan over this woman. That's my personal taste, but i Hey, everybody, but they both bad and they both bad. They both bad. So I, and he's supposed to be coming out with a full album sometime next week. And so I'm assuming we'll probably hear some more about their relationship that we are not asking for. So we're just asking to take us out the group chat. So that's it with party and, and Megan. Um, the Renaissance film. So, um, with Renaissance, I saw that and that was everything that I needed it to be. Yes, I went to the, um, I went to the concert. We talked about me being at the concert. The concert was absolutely amazing. Um, and even though I was at the FedEx field, um, with just (laughs) the worst you know, yes. concert going experience, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the experience of Beyonce and that theatrical concert was beautiful. So I was, I bought a ticket a long mm-hmm. time ago. As soon as the tickets dropped, I bought the ticket. I went by myself. I wanted to go. I was supposed to and go it was a good film. If it's not homecoming, like, so if you saw homecoming, mm-hmm. homecoming was definitely more document. It was like about a good balance of documentary plus performance mm-hmm. um this is more performance it's like more concert heavy oh, okay and then sprinkles of personal information um about the whole process of the tour i'm not going to give everything away because there's still people who want to see it but mm-hmm. i will say for uh it's she said this was four years in the making Really? So she's already preparing for this so the music by the time we heard it was probably already four years old okay um, it was mm. four years in the making. Um, she talks about that. She talked about why she didn't dance a lot, um, mm-hmm. which made perfect sense. She talked about it. I was like, dang, you don't, the things that you don't really think about the, physically that mm-hmm. artists go through. She talked about Blue Ivy. You get to hear Blue Ivy's side of some of the negative. And shame on you guys for talking bad about that baby because she was. she's only 11 years old. Performing in oh, front of 70,000 people. Yes. And. Oh, wow. Um, you see the, and it's funny, um, you see the dynamic between Blue and her mother, which is hilarious because the Beehive always says that Blue Ivy is Beyonce's manager. And if you see <laughs> the clip that they share, you would understand that 
that is so true that that is that <laughs> she is her mom's manager okay that she was the manager for the tour um, oh that's funny so um do the other, see, other kids in it at all yeah you see glimpses of sir and Rumi. Rumi is the one to watch like Blue is definitely the big sister. Mm-hmm. Rooney is the little sister. If you are a big sister and you have a little sister, you understand what I'm saying completely. Yes, I get it. She is like the, like, okay, the I'm here. I'm the superstar. Like, Rumi <laughs> is hilarious. Um, sir, you never really heard much in there from him. Uh-huh. But you saw him a lot. You saw him interacting with his parents a lot. Jay-Z, you hear him talking to Blue. Mm-hmm. Um so it was really good. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. And then at the end, she had a new song that actually came out early Friday morning. Um, well, it came out. I forgot when it came out late. Maybe it was like late Thursday. But mm-hmm. when I got up in the morning, I had like a little thing from Beyonce. <clears throat> yeah, I get text messages from Beyonce. Excuse me. And it was like. Excuse me. <laughs> and it was like. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> And it was like my, it was like my house now out. And I was like, what? And I went and I was like, oh, bitch, yes. So um, I would say I wish I would have took Charlie with me mm-hmm. because she didn't get to go. And I feel like it would have been a good thing for her to see because it wasn't like, you know what I mean? Like, I think she would have enjoyed watching it. Right. Um, I'll say this, you know, with anything, you know how we do, black people, mm-hmm. um, but but people in general. It, back in the seventies, eighties, or whatever, when Star Wars came out, people were dressing up like Star Wars, mm-hmm. and then right. even when the remakes came and yeah. these new, not remakes, but when the the new installations of Star Wars came, mm-hmm. people were dressed up as a walkie, uh, all these Wookie or whatever new people. Yeah. Layla, uh, what is it? No, what's her name? Princess Leia. Princess, Princess Leia. Leia. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them. Everybody does that, right? Um, anything. Anytime there's a character that's beloved to people, yes, they dress up. We did it for yeah. Black Panther, when Wakanda, like we Comic Con, Comic Con yes. stuff. Yes. Um, and it's funny because you know people focus exclusively on Beyonce and the Renaissance mm-hmm. um, tour, but the, the the girls were doing it for Taylor too. Like yeah. they outfits. The girls were wearing outfits to see Taylor. There was an aesthetic. That was happening with Taylor Swift's concept. That was very Taylor esque, um, or as a Swifty. Yes, as a Swifty. Um, so you, so a lot of people were wearing these, the, the, the rewearing their outfits from mm-hmm. the concert into the movie. Um, I'm glad. I love seeing Black Joy in any form mm-hmm. because we are living in a world where finding joy is very difficult. It's been very challenging. Yeah. There are a lot of people that I follow. A lot of people that I follow that have recently talked about the struggles that they've been having mentally. Serena Williams posted it. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> Amber Riley. I don't know if you know who Amber Riley who is, is, but she was on Glee, the black girl on Glee. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there was someone else that recently was just talking about how just like heavy the world was feeling for them, and they just weren't doing well mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I get to see pockets and sprinkles of black joy, it warms my heart, right? Because sense, we yeah. always see our bodies being displayed in different ways and mm-hmm. now what in violent ways, right? And very violent. Um, very um stereotypical ways. Mm-hmm. But to see us getting dressed up, all coming together, feeling seen, being heard is a beautiful thing. 
and people were doing that at the theater. And I love seeing the clips of it. I'm glad I was not a part of that experience because I wanted to just be <laughs> able to enjoy the movie without all of the dancing and the extra uh, right. sound effects. But the videos that I have seen of people just fully reliving that time. Mm -hmm. Were there a lot of people before. dressed up at the movie theater? Not when I went, no. Oh, so and it wasn't like Black I've Panther. Seen, yes. No, but I went in the afternoon at one o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've seen, and this is a sidebar, but to the to the outfit note for Beyonce, I don't know if you've seen on, I'm sure you've seen on Instagram, when the folks have, when um, these ladies have the Beyonce parties and they open the door and they uh -huh. all show up in the different outfits. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's just like such a cool, fun idea to, to that speaks to the joy. Because these ladies like totally embrace her whole persona. Yeah when they come to the mm -hmm. door and they just look they're like they're having such a good time. I don't know who thought of that because I also saw it when someone had a Steve Harvey party and everybody came <laughs> with a bald, the bald cap and stuff. Party. You know, yes. so I like those types of theme parties. It's a little bit different. You know, saw, a little um, bit more invested. Yeah, I saw these uh, white women uh, have a Golden Girls party. Where they oh, all that's so cute. Golden Girl character. Yeah, so... Um, oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, so... You know, I, again, I'm glad that I did not, I was in a very tame mm -hmm. showing of it. Uh, mo and I think most of the people that came, came for, for that, that reason. reason. They came yeah. to not so they have just to be enjoy. in the thick of it. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that, like I said, I like to have fun. I like to just embrace like life because it's so fleeting. Yes. Um, and you know, 2023 has been very challenging for a lot of us in a lot of ways, right? Um, it's been challenging for me. Like, I feel like 2023 for me, as far as like, when I look at the highs, right? Mm -hmm. um, some of them is just like, you know, financially, I think this is probably the best year I've had for myself in terms of how I've managed my money and budgeted my money. Um, I feel like as far as my career is concerned, this is probably one of the better years I've had because I finally kind of let go mm -hmm. of every like trying to be perfect and trying to be like the best employee and just like trying to live up to a standard that I've been holding for myself that just, you know what I mean? Right. Isn't really ever going to be attainable because I'm such a perfectionist. Um, but then there's just like a lot of other things I've had to learn how to kind of hold space for a lot of other people mm -hmm. and try to manage that in my own emotions, if that makes sense. Like yeah. I have a friend who doesn't have that much longer to live, mm -hmm. like honestly. And every time I think about it, it just chokes me up because it's just like this person's probably one of the sweetest people that I have ever met. Um, mm. She kind of reminds me of Karen a bit. Oh, um, hasn't even hit okay. 50 yet. Yes. Um, and I haven't, she hasn't been my friend for, you know, as long as you all have, but we've had mm -hmm. like a, we've developed a very good friendship and she doesn't have much longer. And I am trying very hard. I'm just struggling with that a lot. Right. Um, it's a lot to process. Cause she's you know? such a good person. And she really doesn't deserve this. Her family doesn't deserve this, but. It does um, bring to light to, like you said, life is fleeting. It gives you 
it, as it sad is. as it is. It makes you really sit and, you know, pause. And as we're like doing this recap for the year, it really brings into sharp relief those things that we really need to think about. How do we want to move forward in a positive way that is right. more um, beneficial to our mental and emotional health and yeah. to really not take things for granted, you know, Absolutely and not. definitely not take things for granted because like you said, this, you know, there's folks that are, I don't want to say it in a negative tone, but that don't take advantage of the gift of their existence yeah. every day. And they just yeah. kind of assume so, that it's going to be what it is and, and don't cherish that. They don't. And, you know, so for me, just tying it back in to like, like we were talking about these videos and the Renaissance and like people doing these, like I even saw a color party where people dress up as like a particular color and then they bring mm-hmm. snacks that all are foods that all oh, color drinks and stuff like that. And I said, you know, these are cute ideas and I like, I'm here for it. I'm Yes. My, my goal, even with like Charlie now, Charlie wants to wear something. I don't care. Do what brings you joy because there are so many people and things and events mm, that try to take care of part and try to steal that happiness from me. And I think that yes. there's even times where I don't even know if people realize. I don't think so. Like, as because, much negative energy that's around yes, you on a daily yes, basis. <laughs> yes. I completely agree with you on that. I, and I just listening to people, um, talk about the woes and I think it has to do with the media of course but they're quick to focus on the negative and not their mere existence of being able to just exist and see what's going on but not be part of it as if mm-hmm. it's like consuming all to them but it really has yeah not any direct t- tie to you per se but to what they focus on and the negativity right. instead of turning it on its ear and being it's like when we talked about gratitude the more gratitude, yeah, yeah, yeah. the more you're grateful, the more you see things. But it's the flip side, then that's all you're going to focus on. And then you're just like, yeah. okay, I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you know, I so I, I've, I've made a conscious effort. I said, you know, especially with this new year coming up, that I'm just not in, I'm not going to, I'm going to be more mindful of the energy I put out. And mm-hmm. I'm not entertaining any type that I feel is negative energy in my space and in my orbit anymore i just yeah. can't i don't like being i've realized this year that something had been happening over and over again i'm not gonna get mm-hmm. into specific but i kept finding myself interacting I, I interacting with someone and 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 their interactions always it's like always negative like at the yeah. end i always feel like why is that negative why is it that energy like, came off on you and weighing you why down why is this always right and i'm like I, I, I can't, I have to limit now. I realize I have to limit my interactions with this mm-hmm. person because I cannot, that negative energy is just there. Negative then, energy like is I real. Said, it is. And I, is I think real. sometimes you can't even, you don't even see, like, I don't even think sometimes people realize that they are just negative yes. energy. Because they're so consumed with it. I don't, I agree with you. Yeah. I don't think people, it is their normal. They're, you and I both know of someone that every time I talk to them, the world is ending. Yeah. And you're just like, really? Like, it's, you're like 25 years in now. 
Like seriously? And you and the world is still ending. And the world is still ending? Right. How is that how is that possible? What do you and then right. for every solution they have a problem. Every solution. Absolutely. Every solution. Absolutely. And you're just like Absolutely. you don't realize you are negative Nancy all the damn time. Right. But you know what? I also realized I had to mind my thoughts, actions, and speech mm-hmm. because I can I can spiral into that at times. Yeah, so that self-talk is all, real. It is. So I say all that to say, I keep sending me, it, like, I the algorithm can keep doing that. Send me all the videos of the people dancing mm-hmm. and singing and, singing and, and, and having the mute challenge in the theater. Send me, <laughs> keep algorithms, please keep coming with the, the women who have, like, the, the dress up parties or like I love those girls that dress up I don't know if you've seen them they dress up as old women and go out to brunch no um I'll, if I could find that video I'll send it to you but the, it is hilarious they dress up <laughs> like old ladies and go to brunch um so I feel like whatever brings you joy especially as a black person especially as a a marginalized individual just embrace it because when I tell you yes. life is short and life is fleeting, I mean... Don't take it for granted, y'all. Don't. And for you young folks that always want to lash out at old people, I'm like, okay, boomer, or okay, sis, you old or auntie, let me tell you what I've learned. The blessing is, it is not being young. The blessing is getting old. Hello. People I had that conversation being, yesterday. Getting, yeah. It's getting old. It's getting... It's, it's getting and reaching levels of maturity that yes. that I'm 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 looking forward to and embracing. Um, yeah. And then the last sure. thing, um, and I I don't want to dwell too much on this because I've already it's already a little heavy for me today because I'm just worried about my friend. But um, the Cassie Diddy situation, mm-hmm. um, we've seen it in the news. Cassie has sued, and I may have mm-hmm. talked about this already. She sued Diddy for his um you know for his abuse towards her through their tumultuous relationship mm-hmm. now all these other people are coming out bodyguards and yeah friends that was inevitable <clears throat> and people in the industry that are like yeah okay why are y'all surprised why are you shocked um but an interesting take on this is I was actually watching an attorney talk about this. And the attorney was saying um, how the way that the suit was set up, that they sued the company, the corporations. They didn't just sue him, they sued the corporations. Revolt? And anything that he was, yeah, anything that he, it's something called directors and officers. And Mm -hmm. so these people have insurance. Like if you're this rich, you have insurance, right? Like malpractice for artists. Right. And so they're like, it could further harm this particular business if we don't settle. So we're going to settle. And they don't even really have that communication with you. It's their own decision for their bottom line. Right. And for their entity. Right. Right. And and they come up with a number and then they settle. Um, And usually they will confer confer with your attorney. But Mm -hmm. the bigger thing is, we saw this happen with Lizzo, right? Lizzo, these people mm. came out and said all this bad shit about Lizzo, and then what did she say? Oh, I'm countersuing you bitches, and you ain't heard shit since. <laughs> right? <laughs> countersuing y'all, and it just got right. real quiet, right? Yeah. I feel like if Diddy didn't have anything to hide, one, he mm-hmm. wouldn't have had given everybody their publishing rights back with the contingency that you sign an NDA. 
Because why do I right. need to send, sign an NDA for you to give me my rights back? And people said that. When they said that, when when he did this, this was before the Cassie thing broke. And he was like, but you got to sign an NDA. And there were people that came out and said, like, Aubrey was like, I ain't signing no NDA just to give me my, my rights back. Right. Um, I'm going to sign this, 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 I'm not signing this NDA, whatever. Um, so they got, you know, they got, um, they didn't get their rights back, but he knew something was coming. Right. Uh-huh. Um, so <clears throat> the fact that he has not countersued or did not, because from what I understand, when these insurance companies, these, they, they look at the liability, they do their own investigation. They don't just say, eh. They've, yeah. They do an, a thorough investigation to see if it's there's even a yes, if there's even a slither of truth to anything that this person is saying. Mm-hmm. If there isn't, we're not going to settle. We'll just drag your ass right. to court. If there is, we're going to settle because the the issue at hand here is that um. You, you're going to bring even more if we don't settle it's going to be even have a, a huge financial a larger financial impact on us um so the fact that he hasn't countersued just mm-hmm. for me is it's very telling because then there's proof right and it was quick um, it was quick very quick it was very quick very quick that like that was, was like 24 quick. hours almost but not but in the world mm-hmm. like the, in the legal world it was like 24 hours instantaneous mm-hmm. response because we all yeah. know lawsuits can take years. Yes, they can. Years. Um, and if you don't, and my thing is, countersuits always, like I said, anytime somebody has done something, the countersuit always is the best indication that I didn't, unless you were that arrogant, right? Well, <laughs> like, yeah. you need to be that arrogant to be like, I, you know what I mean? Um, I also say this. I am fully aware of how trauma manifests itself and when it manifests mm-hmm. itself and how long it takes you to release that trauma or process that trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be I, a lifetime I, for some. It can. I don't think there's any amount from the, what I read. And I read the whole entire document, right? The mm-hmm. whole 35 pages. From what I read... She t- she deserves that boy. <laughs> Give her everything. Oh my! Um, because it's like that. even right because even though she's gotten a settlement, mm-hmm. I know. I feel that it's just more so of exposing him. That's probably mm. the better vindication because you got money, and but every time you look at that money. You right. have to realize Remember where that money why, came from. Why you're getting the money. Right. Which could technically re-traumatize somebody, right? It could. It could. Um, but for my pain and suffering, that's why they have pain and suffering. Like, if you cause yeah. an accident, th- that's why there are companies that look at how much they should pay you for limbs, lost limbs. I remember when I was in law mm-hmm. school, I had an internship, mm-hmm. and I worked for the city of New York. I worked for Manhattan. And... I worked and the place that I worked with, that was our job was to kind of do research to see over like collectively in mm-hmm. other areas, how much did, did the city pay out for someone who lost a limb? Mm. How much did 
it costs if somebody lost an arm and I right. like all of that, right? We had to figure right. this out. So insurance companies do this. This is their job to figure out how much mm-hmm. it's gonna cost to make you whole. Right. However they're gonna make the you whole. That he did, right. How for the abuse that he did and I mean think about it, her career got stunted. There's a lot it's of sure, you know what it really did. did. Yeah, it's not it just really the did. physical, right? Right. It's everything else that's tied into anticipated it. How much earnings. Did she lose? Right, right. Anticipated How much earnings. To the abuse and to the behavior that you inflicted upon her. Mm-hmm. 30 million? When Beyonce's worth a half a billion? Yeah. When you have all these girlies out there that are worth more than that, that aren't as, as I would say, as talented as she was, acting, singing. 30 million mm-hmm. seems like a, a drop in the bucket. For me personally, mm-hmm. um, but you know, time will tell. I just hope she's healing somewhere. I hope she's loving on her babies, and I hope her husband yeah. is loving up on her. I hope so. I hope so. And we'll see what happens because he did also step aside from a revolt, right? Well, he After has, but this. he's only he still owns it. He just uh-huh. in the day to day operations. Um, he's not the face, the public face, the face of, of it. it. Right, that was probably best. Yeah. In light of everything so, that's coming down the, what may be coming down the pike. Yeah. With all he's, the other he's, stories. He's done. Um, yeah. He's no, he's not bouncing back from this. He's just not. Like, I cannot see him bouncing back from this. Um, Not in this era. Yeah, Maybe this was like while. 10 years ago. Oh, and, yeah. No. There's too no, much. He's not bouncing too much out there i think and yeah. uh, um it's probably just just the beginning it's just getting started it is um it's just going it's just getting started yeah so yeah, but, um you know. and it's a shame because it's it's the same way like the r kelly situation yes that's what yeah the artists from the music <laughs> and that was our college when, years yeah you know I, I haven't listened to Diddy in a long time, so mm-hmm. I don't think that it's going to make a difference. Well, I listen. It's funny. No, I did listen to something from when I was working out. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, this is such a great workout song. And this was like, I, I may have said this like maybe two, three months ago. And it's just mm-hmm. wild because I hadn't listened to, this, to Diddy for a very long time. And I think it was around the time when the NDA stuff came out. Oh. And then it was just like, oh, okay, well. Yeah. All righty then. Um, no. So, you know, time will tell. Time will tell. Time will tell. You know, okay. it is well, what it is for right now. Yep. But that was a lot. Um, but <laughs> because this is our wrap up episode, I mean, we, it's not like, I mean, you know, we wrap it up stuff. You know, we're giving yeah, our we're wrapping, we're wrapping it up. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go ahead and take a break and actually get into the real wrap up. <laughs> and we are back. So getting into this wrap up, we're looking at giving an overview of some of our favorite episodes that we discussed throughout the year, our thoughts, interpretations. And why we thought that these um, particular episodes were impactful for us. And we're looking at it from what are some themes that we that have may have been woven throughout or resurfaced throughout a lot of the episodes. And, you know, speaking to what we just talked about, some of the cultural impacts and significance of the topic. 
topics that we discuss throughout the year. Some of our favorites, some we're just giving a little commentary. Um, we kind of just remind you of what we talked about. So maybe you, as you're going into the holiday season, you can go back and, you know, listen to some. While you're sitting yeah. on your couch drinking your hot cocoa or watching Tubi or something, I don't know. If you don't want to watch <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you don't want to you watch you watch Tubi and you're like you know what I'm gonna go listen to an episode instead <laughs> because I can't <laughs> I just can't I can't so we're gonna we, we can either start from the top or we can go backwards so you know if we've been you I know think let's just pick out whatever let's just pick out our favorites from the year yeah um so I'll say for 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 me, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think for me because these are the common theme, like because they were like reoccurring themes or messages mm-hmm. across all of our episodes, right? But the ones that I think for me stood out a lot were the ten best things for my ten worst experiences. Yeah, I thought that, that was, was a good one. In, yeah, that was in mm-hmm. October. Yeah, um, I think um, the. Uh, ones on intimacy mm-hmm. the one on intimacy which was in april that one really stood out with me and then i think um living the well you know what living with regret and and the art of rest i think were also mm. two of my favorites and i just think it's because sometimes things resonate with you because of the things that you're actually going through um, yes agreed um and i think that you know a lot of times it those episodes for me bought into light a lot of things, like especially the intimacy episode, mm-hmm. because I think so many people focus on just intimacy with your romantic partner that right. people don't realize that you can have a level of intimacy with your family and with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that those stood out for me. I think that our episodes this year were a little more on the heavier side. Agreed. Um, we didn't do a lot of like very Kiki. jovial, <laughs> and I think that that was because of the tone of 2020. Yeah, I mean, it was. You just, know, that's true. It goes with their surviving very, thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know for me this year, I struggled a lot. Um, I struggled a lot with with my mental health, um, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm, I'm learning some things. Um, that I've gone through, that I've been going through, that aren't really, that aren't isolated to me. Like I've realized that once I've had a child, like having a child has, I, I knew that ha- having a child was going to escalate the level of anxiety that I face every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody who already suffers from anxiety, <laughs> sometimes that anxiety just is paralyzing to the point where I don't even want to go outside mm-hmm. because I'm just afraid what could potentially happen and right. all of these different scenarios. You understand? Because the area that we live in now um, has just been overrun with crime. And when I mean the yeah. area, like the DMV area. DMV area. It is, it is on another level. And, I mean, BC had over 900 carjackings. And yeah. It's not even the end of the year. Okay? That's like insane. robberies. Somebody got robbed in front of, or my neighbor got robbed at gunpoint in front of her home. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We had to let her in. Um because she they took everything and she couldn't get into her house like these are things that just like are con- all consuming me, yes. um this woman just got robbed for her dog a french dog yes french i saw that in her house and then had to pay nine hundred dollars to get it back because somebody bought it off the street first of all why are you buying a dog what off? 
Yeah. And somebody offer you to buy, to buy a dog off the street and they tell you $900, you should already know <clears throat> that that's something not right with that. Right. That's the, mm -mm, come on now. I just found out so, that my neighbor got her car stolen from out of her driveway. A couple weeks ago, a month ago. And I'm like, wait, what? I mean, it didn't help that she left the keys in there, but still. And then they came back a couple times. But still. That they came back three but times. But still. Yes. And it was by two underage girls. Mm -hmm. Not like 17 and under, but it was like a bunch of them. And it was two guys and two teenage girls. Yeah. Insane. That's like, insane. Uh, yeah. So I think that's why our episodes haven't been so heavy this year because we're reflecting. A lot of it spoke to what was actually going this, on. Like happening. Yeah. In every day. Crazy world but, that um, we're living in these days. Yeah. Yeah. People need a hu um, hug or something. Like, what? It's just. To I think it's the PTSD. It's a PTSD from um, COVID. Oh, absolutely. And it's manifesting. And this is how it's manifesting. Oh, absolutely. Um, and it's manifesting in ways that we just don't don't even... We, I think we're just now realizing, right? It's just coming to fruition. Um, and I'm realizing it doesn't matter where you are, where you live, how nice the neighborhood yeah, is, how it bad the neighborhood is. You are <clears throat> not like... I, you're just not... Crime is everywhere. Mm -hmm. And is. honestly, they're coming yeah. now. Like, why am I going to stay in the hood to rob when I can go to these houses and that I'm seeing yes. people got money and I'm going to just go there and rob them people? Yeah. And I thought about something the other that? day, like when we first moved into the neighborhood and this was, of course, pre the research, the surgeons of DoorDash and you would mm -hmm. see people drive through your neighborhood and you knew who they were. And then so you would wave and so you could kind of have like like awareness about you and you could see your neighbors and stay outside. And I'm wondering, just as the pandemic hit and then door dashing, and it just opens the world to a bunch of folks that, like you said, well, why am I going to stay in my neighborhood where people ain't got nothing for me to steal? And I can go to these other people's house that I've now been exposed to. I'm not saying that's the case for everybody, but it has created an awareness and an opportunity, time and opportunity for folks to get a view of other things going on to now that they may want to take advantage of. I mean, that's a possibility. It could be a possibility, but I feel like what's 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 more likely happening in a lot of these areas is that these kids, because a lot we're finding out, yeah, right, it's kids. These these are kids, are teenagers. These are like thirteen and yeah. sixteen year olds, right? Yeah. Like recently, this thirteen year old boy got killed because he was trying to carjack somebody, and the guy shot him. And his friend, he was with his friend who was twelve, and they were, and his friend ran off. And then the yes. family friends were like. Oh well, he was just getting his life together, and it's what? Why is he getting his life together at thirteen? But you know what? There are some thirteen-year-olds out here, though. Depending on where they come from, thirteen is really trying to get their life together. Unfortunately, but you know what I'm also seeing is that it's not the, the narrative that we usually think of, right? Where mm -hmm. it's like, oh, it's a single-parent household, a single mom. Yeah, she can't do this, she can't do that. It's a lot of these kids from two-parent households, a yes. lot of kids that are like T.I. and Tiny Son who had the world given to them. Girl, he was going in on them, talking about some. Basically, he wanted to live in the hood. Like, just what? a very privileged child that doesn't understand how privileged he is. Not to say that Tiny and T.I. are better, are great parents, because we already, all of their kids have said something 
negative about the way that they were raised. Uh-huh. But his view in how he was raised, he said he he's one of those kids that wants the street cred. And his oh, I know. I, yeah, I know some folks. You understand like what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I yeah. want the street cred and I want to stand on business, but I grew up with the silver spoon on my mouth because you did. Right. And yeah. he stayed with his grandma because his grandma was kind of in the hood or mm. adjacent. I don't know the whole story because I don't care about them folks, but it's you have these situations where there are kids who are living a very good life. Yeah. want to portray what they hear or see right see in videos um, or whatever just right what they think and, to, to get them cred for what i don't and i don't understand that i don't come from a world where the street cred is more important than having opportunity afforded to you for you to try so hard to get it and i've seen it in in parts of my family where the privilege notion is is kind of cast so that you can get that street cred for what I'm mm-hmm. not, and I and I psychologically I just don't understand it, you know. I and mean, I'm not putting it down or anything like that. I just um, it's like you fight fight so hard for let's say you're gonna mimic what's in the the videos and and they're talking about cash money and getting all these things. So all the things that you needed or <clears throat> excuse me want to get, and then once you get them and live in the nicer houses, but then you want to go back to the hood or like it doesn't make sense. Do you understand what I'm saying? It sounds right. counterintuitive no, to me. But it's all about self-esteem. It's all about how you feel yeah. about yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's how you see yourself. And, and this is what I understand. This is why I say to people, it doesn't, you can raise your child with the best intentions, with the best. Yes. You know, you can, you can. And sometimes kids are going to just do what, kids what they do. do. But then sometimes some children are just going to get influenced by things that are just ridiculous it's just yeah. that they will you understand what i'm saying like mm-hmm. uh, i can't articulate it fully in the way that i want to but like philly for example i just read are banning ski masks in certain places which i mm. think is absolutely a fair and right thing to do because right. these kids come into these stores with these damn ski masks on yes. they call them the uh poo shiesty there's a rapper named poo shiesty that what? we them all the time and the yeah we know them as school masks but these kids are calling them yeah. shiesty um the poo shiesties and mm-hmm. they're not the, oh, the the ski masks that we know of with the two holes and yeah. the eyes and the mouth opening these are the ones where it's just like the nose on down is covered up and you can only see oh. their eyes or they just have it over their mouth so th- these are the things that they've been wearing and they go into these stores and they rob them so now philadelphia was like ah 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 Ah, ah, ah. you will not wear these in these establishments. And they're like some civil rights groups are go- no, civil rights groups, sit your ass down. What? what Where does that I even come into play? Do, um, exactly. But they're saying that you're violating their civil rights to be able to wear what they want and wear where they, okay. So not if they can't come into my place of business because you don't own this, so you don't, then don't come in. How about go somewhere else? And I'm not saying they, just don't um, our business listen, is our business. I'm all for it. And I feel like they're going to start to, especially in D.C., they're going to have to start establishing something like that because businesses are leaving D.C. Yes, they really are. Leaving. I saw that in Penn Quarter, like a bunch of Mm -hmm. places right near Gallery Place have left, like multiple Mm -hmm. chains and stuff like that are leaving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because why? Why when when you're just going to come in here and rob? And I'm going to tell you, 
it's been happening in DC a lot because it's easy to get in and out, grab and smash, smash and grab. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you when they really gonna start doing something. It ain't gonna be. It's gonna when they, when they start hitting Tyson's. <laughs> when they start hitting Tyson's heavy, that's when you gonna start to see them mm. really give a damn about it because these kids is right now. They don't. They, I don't know what. And this is why the recession is the recessioning the way that it is. Why am I going to pay if you're somebody who's into luxury goods, right? Mm -hmm. If you're somebody that's into like Gucci and Louis and Chanel and Chloe, um, you know, Balenciaga, if you're in that, you will have noticed that from the time that these things started to happen, like, mm -hmm. like 2020, the end of 2020, beginning of 2021, prices on these luxury items have skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. Okay? skyrocketed right yeah. because these kids are going into these stores and these are they're hitting this and guess what's going to happen the prices of non-luxury goods are going to start are going to start to go up right mm -hmm. like you're not going to be able to uh, basically afford to freaking live this woman even though people were were and i know we're getting a little bit off but this is important mm -hmm. and then we'll circle back around but there was this video trending on tiktok that it was all on the the bird app where this nurse is a white woman was on there and she was crying and she was just like my husband and i make good money she's like i'm a registered nurse I, she didn't say what her husband did she said they make good money they live in a rambler mm -hmm. right a ranch home right very modest home when you saw it you were like okay that's okay you know what i'm saying she's a she's a registered nurse she makes six figures i forgot how much she said her husband makes she said after they pay their mortgage and people le listening comprehension very key. Y'all don't listen. Y'all, so y'all, y'all don't listen. Y'all listen said, to respond, not her, to hear. Right. She said they paid her mortgage, they bought groceries, and put gas in their cars. She said she has two hundred dollars left until the next paycheck. Right. She's like, I don't understand how. And people were in the comments coming for her. Oh, first of all, well, if you only had two hundred dollars left. That you got poor money management. Somebody was saying, "Well, you got what? on a pink shirt, the pink, which was Victoria's Secret, and a yeah. a, a Under Armour headband." Well, you got those name brands on. First of all, first of all, what? Well, I ain't gonna say yes. They saying that. Well, you just don't know. The other people say two hundred dollars. Well, you doing good. What you need? Your bills are paid. She said she paid two bills, the mortgage and her car note. Put gas in the car and bought groceries. The, so the people that were coming at her, I realized, are not people who either live by themselves, have a lot of disposable, right. have ever had disposable income, or have a whole lot of bills. She's a registered nurse, which probably means she's still paying student loans. I don't know what her husband Hello. does, but let's assume he still has student loans. They have three kids, I think she said, or two kids. Oh, wow. If you have children, you know, you could That's, buy groceries. That grocery bill is, is ridiculous. It is three people in my house. My grocery bill every two weeks is four hundred dollars. Yes. Every two weeks, I have to. We it's four hundred dollars budgeted for groceries. That means I'm spending yes. almost that, and I'm I'm spending. I know about a thousand to twelve hundred dollars a month on groceries because if you actually go grocery shopping, you know yes. that you're not going to make it until the next grocery Ooh, time. Not with the prices the groceries again. Yes, because and you can't afford to like just buy everything all at once because it's just like wait, it's like okay, so we getting bread today, or we getting yes. eggs? My child eats eats uh, fruit like it's ice. 
So we got to keep restocking fruit. And this is like, if you want to make sure your family is healthy, the damn fruit doesn't last that long. It sure don't. You know, like, I know you're going to be going to the grocery store to buy stuff. And don't try to be healthy. Right. Don't try to be healthy and drink some produce, some fresh produce, the stuff that's actually going to keep you well. Let's, 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 let's talk oh, about it. So man. I'm just saying they were coming at this woman and I felt bad because I'm like, y'all really don't have any empathy. Like this woman's on this app crying. If she's making six figures, she's basically saying if I'm making good money and I'm struggling, something needs to change yes. because I should not be struggling. And y'all talking about her bad as if she's saying something wrong. Yeah. If she is struggling, she should be. Trust me, that is the situation for a lot of people a who are lot. making good money. A, a lot, lot of people that are, that, that are living paycheck to paycheck. It is more common than people realize how that paycheck to paycheck thing is going for a lot of people. Because what people don't realize is the more money you make, the more money you spend. <laughs> Thank you. And the more money just, they take. Because you're not coming home. You are, And I think some people don't realize... First of all, taxes, people, taxes. It's something called FICO, FICA. You know what I'm talking about. All these other people that be taking money out, Social Security. You do not come home with what you are actually making. And I think people really forget how much you really don't come home. You don't don't come home with. When you look at your gross pay, pay, and then look at how much you actually get paid and be like, why do they need this? Hello, Jesus. Hello, Jesus. Hello, mm. Why y'all need this much? Hello, Jesus. Why do you need just man? Then, I just I look at my paycheck sometimes and I see how much I bring on paper that gross income per month, and I, and then I see look at my bank bank account. I'm like, but that. And, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I didn't, laughs> just. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, Ooh. and this has been the life of people this whole year so that's probably why our topics have been a lot heavier yes when you look at some of the things that the episodes that we have mm-hmm. like i mean life be life know, man life was life, life this year, really and it came life-er. through in the episodes because it really yeah they did it really did because i i definitely say with the living what with regret living with regret um the power of manifestation and definitely the um a tie between the art of rest and resentment. Mm. Yeah, I would say those those definitely. For the chuckle kiki ones, definitely the cuffing season. I got a kick out of that one. For the, the, for the <laughs> le- <laughs> that was the levity, the levity. I thought that was great. Yes. But the, the but definitely with the art of rest and looking at how resentment can inf- interfere with your art of rest and cause you to live with regret. Like I kind of like that whole theme, and how that yeah. can infuse how you show up, and really kind well, of. Let pause. me ask you this: from those episodes mm-hmm. and any of the other ones that we've done this year, what do you think was the thing that you learned the most about yourself this year through this year? I would say looking at the art of rest. As mm-hmm. being like the fundamental cornerstone for me to be able to tackle everything else. Like if all these things are coming at us, if I'm not mm-hmm. taking mm-hmm. care, you know, and it goes back to our theme of what we talk about for the podcast, the self-care. And if you're not taking mm-hmm. care of yourself, how the hell are you going to be able to even process all the other stuff that we talked about? Like yeah, in, no, in a back. clear, in a clear manner. And so I think through this year with me coming back 
for my surgery stuff and finally having a full year back as a full-time employee and realizing the, the, the boundaries that I had to put on myself mm. for taking care of myself. So like I've, you know, have adopted giving myself alarms to do certain mm-hmm. things. Cause y'all know I used to be a workaholic and work like 80 plus hours a week at one point mm-hmm. in my life. And I lived at the office and I literally have, have instituted alarms at five thirty. I get off. I, and if mm-hmm. I can't get off, then I have a second one to like six thirty because there may be a project that I'm working on in some mm-hmm. way, shape or form that I now it's like, it's clockwork to me five thirty. Okay. It's time to stop. And then of course mm-hmm. I may go on and work on my business stuff, but making sure that I had to set up those boundaries for myself, even if they were like little boundaries, they are still boundaries enough. And then I started implementing naps. You know, y'all know I've had insomnia for decades. Yes. Yes. For decades. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm actually able to take naps, which is Mm -hmm. huge for me, huge for me because I just never really was able to. So making those things more, being more intentional about those those things and definitely with my stress level like you said certain things letting things go to a point mm-hmm. um and realizing like you know what i i was invited to that party but i'm gonna decline it and i mean going. and i mean to the sense that not necessarily a physical party a mm-hmm. party of foolishness no, no, yeah yeah, yeah. It's a party of, and we talked about being invited yes. to parties. Yeah, right. And how you don't have to attend. Exactly. I think we talked about that during the first year mm-hmm. of our. You know, I I think for me this year, like I've struggled with like because we just did one on body image, and I think mm-hmm. this year for me, the things that I've struggled with and I've learned about myself is like the body image thing. Like I've had this love hate relationship mm-hmm. with my body. And this year has just been more challenging for me to accept and grow into, I'm Mm -hmm. not 20 anymore. I'm a a Mm -hmm. woman who is on the verge of 50. My body Mm -hmm. is definitely not going to look the same. No matter, even if I lose weight, it's still not going to look the way that I I envision the the false narrative that I've given in my head as to what Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to look like at this age. but the realization of all the other things going on with you, like as we yes. age, those are things that's that level of acceptance right. that we right. have to, to navigate that. Okay. Right. Like when you go to sleep, it's like, well, what time are we going to sleep? It's 10 o'clock. Okay. That's good. Right. What time are we having something? <laughs> it's starting at two. Right. Okay. That's good. That's re- like, you know what I mean? But it speaks into yeah. being able to figure out what your body can do and yes. accepting that. And accepting it and understanding that there are things that I have that I'm dealing with physically that are just going to put some limitations on mm-hmm. some things, right? Because it's and life. Accepting, right. Accepting that and understanding that. Understanding that, that I'm dealing with, you know, PCOS and how that's had a tremendous, you know, effect on my fertility and mm-hmm. me being able to conceive more children and um, just me losing weight and looking the way that I choose to, that I would like to look. Mm-hmm. Um, that has been a struggle for me this year. Um, you know, like, but looking at like the 10 best things that I've, I've learned from my 10 worst experiences and just looking mm-hmm. at that and saying, yeah, you know one. what, you've had some struggles this year, <clears throat> but look at the things that you have done that have mm-hmm. gotten you to this point and how much you have grown. And the person call that growth. We call that growth. Yes. Right. Some of the things that you've manifested, what you talked about, mm-hmm. um, that have bought, that have come to fruition. 
Um, and then also just, like I said, um, understanding that there have to be boundaries. Like yes. I've become, because I've become more um, anxiety written, I'm more uh, sensitive to things mm -hmm. and I'm more sensitive to listening to other people's ups and downs and, right and I'm, I'm more in tune to how that affects me and understanding that i can put boundaries and say i just don't have the capacity or the space to deal with this right now so i will come back to that later like i said mm -hmm. i have i have two friends right now that are going through very traumatic situations on different ends of the spectrum like i said i have a friend yeah who is is you know probably not going to make it to christmas and then i have a friend who is going through a very traumatic divorce and um, traumatic divorce because just the level of fuckery that keeps coming up mm. is just like, and watching these people navigate these two situations and just understanding that it's just like the fuck is going on. Yeah. And then understanding that those, both of those situations have triggers for me, right? Like understanding being in, in a, a really bad relationship um, and seeing some of the things that she's going through, knowing that I had gone through at one point, that's a trigger. And then watching right. my friend pass away around the same time my mother passed away from the same mm -hmm. condition has been a huge trigger for me. Right. And I have to understand that there are boundaries I have to set in place for myself and that I can still care about my friends, but also make sure that I hold enough space for myself. Yeah. Um, has been something that I've really learned to try to do better um this year um to the point where i know now that i'll be able to navigate 2024 a little bit better right when it comes to and i think that's things like this. that's all we can really ask for as we as we are wrapping up and giving over this the overview of this year ha can you take some best practices lessons learned to give you a different viewpoint or approach on how you go into that next year and i know we always had a little cliche new year new me but that's not necessarily always necessarily a good thing. It's still you. But what are some of the new things that you've learned that you can apply right. going into the next year? How has your perspective right. changed? How can you process things differently? What are you going to tolerate, even if it's not giving yourself a whole laundry list of this, that, and the other? But what's that one thing that you learned, take away, right. that you're like, okay, maybe I can see going into 2024 with a new lens? And how am I reflecting on what has happened over this year moving forward. Yeah. And you I know. think if, if there's one thing that we want you all to take away as we wind up this episode is that, you know, we hope that over the last three years, we've provided you with some, you know, um, help mm -hmm. um, in terms of how to navigate certain situations. We've given you information. Maybe we've enlightened you on situations that mm -hmm. you never knew. Some tools even, that we were able to give yeah, you. Some tools. Um, I hope that, and I hope that this year, you know, we've provided some, some joy and some laughter mm -hmm. because I know that 2023 <laughs> hasn't just been a shit show for us. It's been a shit show for a right. lot of us for a lot of different reasons. And 2024 is shaping up to be pretty much the same because now we're heading into election season and that's going to bring another level of anxiety and, and, mm, and, and turmoil Ooh. for a lot of people. Um, Man. but I just hope that you all have you know survived um and mm -hmm. thrived and continue to do so and will continue to do so in the next year i hope that we give yourself grace type of, yes um 
I hope you've you've learned about yeah. giving yourself grace and learning boundaries and being good to yourself and loving up on you and your people because like please, we said, time please. is so fleeting and we just don't know. Um, and you know, I just want us to to say that we love you all and we thank you for thank rocking you for with listening. us this, this time. Um, yes. Hope you, you know, most stuff, small businesses don't last. Most small businesses fail in their first three years. And we've been going three years strong. So we appreciate right, right. Your, you as listeners. And um, thank you for always tuning in. And I think yep. even though, and I, you know, Z, I think in a twisted kind of way, or maybe a, in my putting my behavioral health hat on for us to start this during COVID and for it to be an outlet for you and I, and it's become a part of our life and our kind of institution for us of something that we just do. And it's been interwoven right. into how we connect. Um, and, you know, that the three of us that are involved in this with our producer, you know, we all started in, you know, we all met in college and we're in our 40s now. And for us to come to this part of our life where we can reflect and give back and reminisce and kind of show how we've grown as we've as we've grown i think it's it's a unique experience because i don't nowadays with friendships i think for a lot of people a lot of folks can't say they've known someone for over 20 years and so that and still be connected in a way right. that no, you know in a way that you have a product of what your experiences have been of your friendship, your last, your laughters, your loves, your losses, your growth as just lifing with people and be able to have a platform to elevate those experiences for us from coming from young women to getting our grown women on in life, liberty and pursuit of happiness, you know, and I think that's just kind of a unique way for us to, you know, kind of grow and be beneficial to all of us as as we've kind of navigated this landscape of life because it's I think it's just given us a an outlet. You know, and sometimes we're like, yeah, we don't Zarifa's like, yeah, all of our five listeners it, <laughs> sometimes I really think it's it's still it's been therapeutic for me. It's been beneficial to me. Our producer said it's been beneficial to her. Um and for us to kind of get our heads to think outside of our lives and kind of give back. And, and I, and I think that one of these days we're going to make a book of all our episodes or, or something or something to that effect and, and a reflection point for us. Um, and hopefully, you know, like Z said that it was beneficial to you all. So I think it's definitely been a mutually beneficial situation and, and just appreciate yep. what you guys have said, the feedback that we've gotten over the years. And, you know, as we look ahead to, 2024, how we're going to tweak things, how we're going to reshape some things and provide a different and unique perspective on going into 2024 with, with what we, um, you know, some ideas that we're knocking around. So just want to say thank you going forward. Okay. Well, we are going to just say uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, Kwanzaa. And Yes, and we will see you in the new year. Happy New Year. Be well.